spiritual walker around my Okay, house. thanks for joining. Hate to cut that track off, but limited time here. We're going to be talking about John McAfee and did he kill himself? Okay, so let's just go ahead and start from uh, what I have because this is a pretty new story. It's breaking right now. So let's just start with this. So this is my frame of reference. Uh, oddly enough, my McAfee antivirus thing started flipping out on me and I kind of privately cursed the guy's name. I was like, damn, this is John McAfee. And I remembered this conspiracy theory that he was actually Frank Zappa, who was allegedly a death faker. And so I thought, that's interesting. Frank Zappa is dead. When I saw the tweet pop up next. Now, he has a, t a tattoo that says, whacked. Why? He said, quote, I'm getting subtle messages. And this was back November 30th, 2019. I'm getting subtle messages from U.S. officials saying, in effect, we're coming for you, McAfee. We're going to kill yourself. I got a tattoo today just in case. If I suicide myself, I didn't. I was whacked. Check my right arm. And as you can see here, his tattoo says, whacked. So let's go a little bit further down. Um, I have a clip here. This is John McAfee talking about the deep state. And you'll see why I'm bringing this up. So I'm just going to play it in its entirety. Just a couple of minutes. The deep state is a conspiracy theory of, of uh, it's defined as the people within the U.S. government and military who are in secret control of government policy. <laughs> secret? <laughs> Please, people. The deep state is those people within the U.S. government that are career employees that cannot be fired by people that we elect by the Congress or the President. Um, there are the FCC, the, uh, the CIA, the Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, the IRS. Are these people in control? Can they enact laws? Fuck yes. They're called regulations. For every law that Congress passes, and we elect Congress to pass our laws, there are 20 regulations enacted by federal agencies that have far more impact on our lives than anything Congress can possibly pass. Uh, is there a deep state? Yes. Okay, so you can get the rest of that by clicking the link below. Is there a deep state? Yes. So I wasn't aware of whether or not this individual was into the QAnon thing, but let me go ahead and bring up a couple more things. I asked the question, did McAfee leave a dead man's switch? So earlier that year, um, in no, actually it was in uh, 2020, so after that, in June, he tweeted this. Why am I keeping this information private if it could help the world? Because I am a dead man the moment it is released. Forgive my selfishness. I'm going to do what I can in ways that a living person can do. That will have to be enough. I am old. You will not have long to wait. Next, he says, 
The instant I disappear, the information is released. Those named would be crazy to kill me or collect me. They are simply praying that I live forever. If it's released, revenge takes over and I'm dead. So again, that's a, another message here suggesting something about he knows something. There's a dead man switch. And then finally, and this is what was just sent to me a few moments ago, his final Instagram post consists of the letter Q. So I'm putting these things together, wondering if anyone else has come across this information and what they think about it. So let me go ahead and go through the chat. Dan Simmons said, John would rather die than rot in an American gulag. Right, right. I mean, it makes sense in a sense, but however, you have to remember he did tattoo something on his arm. He didn't exit out and he didn't say in parentheses, unless I get extradited, in which case I might actually be killing myself and it won't be a whack job. No, I don't think so. I don't think that we should uh, rule out that this is another one of these questionable things. Now, is it real? Is it fake? I don't know. Uh, do I really think he's Frank Zappa? No, I mean, there's a resemblance, but that's as far as I know. I haven't really dug too deep into that. Has anybody else dug into the theory about Frank Zappa reemerging as John McAfee? Again, he was found dead in a prison cell after a Spanish court approved the extradition to the United States. Adaptivia says, D disclosure coming. Well, that's the thing. Okay, so we're seven days from disclosure. And again, this is a story, believe it or not, but it's their script. And according to Trump, uh, the story is going to be reaching a point where, yeah, at the end of this month, because of actions that he has taken. And Trump has also said that he has not conceded, one. And two, the pillow guy. The, the pillow guy is out there saying that Trump's going to be back in office in... August. So again, this is a quote, I never admitted defeat, I have not conceded. Now whatever you think about this, uh, this is what is spreading among the Q and honors. So now for the Q and honors, to have this to look at, John McAfee, a guy who spoke out against the deep state, who warned that he might be killed, and his final post is a Q, and he talked about a kill switch. So there's something to this. Now, in my opinion, QAnon is probably just a plot twist uh, written by the same who gave us all of the other major psyops of our time. I have no reason to think otherwise, but you know, I'm open to the possibility here that they have some kind of plot twist for us that might involve, I don't know what. I suspect nothing burgers because that's all we've been given. A uh, commenter says, Q is actually an AI demon spawned by the Department of Defense when they connected Arpanet to CERN. I had not heard about that, but it seems as legit as anything else concerning uh, Q at the moment. Now, DeSantis says, quote, he will put on the full armor of God. Interesting uh, rhetoric there. If you know the, the phrase, full armor of God, is it's big among the the doomers, the doomsaying conspiracy theorists like Richie from Boston used to talk about the armor of God, the full armor of God. Nothing against that, but I was noticing something. I was watching some preppers advertising their products and how you could store this for years and you could eat it later and all these storable goods. 
how they're preparing to hunker down. And it occurred to me that the far left is pro-quarantine. Uh, the far right is pro-bunker, which is just a quarantine. What's the difference? They're both looking to crawl into a hole and hide from the other side. That's why I'm not getting involved in politics anymore. Undercover CIA handler says, why would it be a, why would it be a demon? Are you talking about AI? Well, that's what they've been prepping us for. In fact, even Elon Musk has brought this up and he has suggested that there's some kind of a demon involved. And when you get into demonology, well, not when, but if you look into demonology, you might get into the area where you see about totems or uh, basically the idea that you could uh, have a, a genie locale, like a little spirit existing in an idol, that kind of thing. That type of thinking uh, does apply to this AI thing, this AI concept where if you could have a sufficiently uh, developed computer that's sophisticated enough to house consciousness, something could reside in it. Uh, they're getting people used to this idea by telling people they can upload their consciousness into a computer like Elon Musk's wife wants to do. Upload their mind into the computer so they can go visit distant places. In fact, I've heard some science fiction speculation from Michio Kaku talking about uh, using such means and lasers to beam your mind across the galaxy. So, I mean, this is all just, if you ask me, it's scientific mysticism for the new age. It's just nothing more than a replacement for the older systems. It's not real science. But anyway, uh, this idea of, you know, consciousness being something that can be housed in a computer is just, I think, an extension of this old uh, level of thinking or old um, archaic thinking about consciousness and how it can be housed in inanimate objects. I mean, take, for example, the story of uh, Prometheus, uh, or rather Shelley's Frankenstein, where, yeah, you have dead matter, but you inject it with lightning in a certain way and you bring it back to life. This AI, the cyborg, the android, it's a reoccurring theme, but it's come back uh, in recent years with this idea that now we're all somehow connected and we're now pretty much being set up for some kind of alien takeover, but not from spaceships, but through our devices and into our minds. So, for example, this is a, a, a video from QAnon. No, I'm sorry, just anonymous, rather. It's a difference. And it says, I tried to warn you. And it's a collection of uh, quotes and statements about artificial intelligence and how Elon Musk has tried to warn us that, yes, we're about to be invaded by a demonic force. There's somebody who had a good suggestion for what the um, optimization of the AI should be. What's its utility function? You have to be careful about this because you say maximize happiness and the AI concludes that happiness is a function of dopamine and serotonin. The AI should try to maximize the freedom of action. Maximize freedom, essentially. I like that definition. He's like, I like that definition. I'm impressed with my own BS. But they're, they're really serious about this. But I'm looking at this as you know, part of the bigger picture. In fact, Stanley Kubrick, I believe, is one of these metascriptors I speak of. And he was working on a film called AI. Um, and I, I believe it was finished by, by Spielberg. But anyway, my point is the, the term or the, the letters AI, uh, A is one, I is nine, you have a 19 built into it. And I think this is actually part of this bigger meta script. So we all know 
9-11 involved 19 hijackers. 19 years later, so 19 years from 2001, you have COVID-19. So this 19 thing is kind of a pattern that we were looking at early on. Well, more recently, I learned that Pearl Harbor was called Operation AI. So there you have it again, another 19. And 9-11 was discussed as being the next Pearl Harbor, a catalyzing event. And this was described in the PNAC talks. Again, my point is, AI is often used to describe, I believe, these um, world-changing agendas. So it is worth noting that the World Economic Forum is also using something um, along these lines in how they're describing how we need to change the future, and they call it Gaia. Uh, the Global AI Action Alliance. So I think the idea here is they want to install some kind of, quote, AI god. Now, I think they started this off with Sophia, the robot, but nobody was convinced, and they didn't like this white robot, you know, uh, white splaining stuff. It just wasn't universal enough. They need, I think, something a little more ephemeral, something that doesn't even have a body necessarily. And I think that's what they're going to introduce. So the World Economic Forum, and of course you have their logo with the O's uh, spliced with the line, which looks like sixes now, 666, which you see all over anything having to do with world governance for a reason. But the World Economic Forum is launching Gaia to accelerate responsible AI adoption. Now, responsible AI adoption. So now we have a Gaia, or the Gaia hypothesis, or the Gaia paradigm, proposes that living organisms interact with their inorganic surroundings on Earth to form a synergistic and self-regulating complex system. So there's this notion here that we're going to bond with the Earth and with AI, and it's going to somehow perfect society in a way governments and religion have not. Again, AI, that just that, that term, that phrase, that pair of letters, the 19, I think is very significant. So when you see the WEF behind it, I think it means something here. It's part of the the new age, um, the, the new paradigm, of course, is this, uh, I guess, objective mind doesn't have any political leanings. I mean, that's what they try to sell us with the Sophia robot. The idea that, well, if it's if it's just a robot, rather, if it's just a, a product of its environment, if it doesn't have an ego, if it doesn't lean left or right, we can trust it to be objective. You know, it's just like, it's, a, it's an authoritative source that a human can't have. I think that's what they're trying to condition us to accept, that there is a an authoritative source that's beyond um, what humans can achieve in terms of fairness and uh, like again, objectivity, which is nonsense, because obviously these things have writers behind the scenes. Stranger says, with enough intelligence, consciousness might just show up for the ride. The internet is sentient. Well, they have been getting us to think along these ways for some time. The The Matrix movie was based on this. If you look at William Gibson and the Sprawl trilogy, the second part was about this place where we're interfacing with... Uh, non-corporeal beings through the internet. In fact, they kind of mixed voodoo with cyberspace in that series. And I think in the second Matrix movie, they bring up ghosts and supernatural happenings. And anyway, uh, my point being, uh, this is in the entertainment, you know, it's in the PSYOP entertainment complex, so I don't assume it to be real. I just think they want people to accept it.
kind of like climate change. So I think they're prepping people to accept something. JT33 says an AI oracle. Well, exactly. Stranger says, best start believing in ritual magic, it permeates the realm. See, there is that. There is that possibility. And a lot of the science fiction writers from the past, from H.P. Lovecraft to Philip K. Dick, all really tapped into this notion that uh, what we have in front of us uh, with our technology is an interface for some other beings that aren't human. So that's kind of where they've conflated, I think, the alien invasion with some type of um, non-physical beings who now have a place to operate. And for a long time, you know, people have associated, you know, since aliens have started, aliens with demons. And it's kind of worth noting that the alien story, you know, with the crash and Roswell and all that stuff, um, it actually was preceded by a couple of years with an alien sighting by Majori Cameron, who was the participant in the Babylon working with Jack Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard. And of course, they were involved in summoning spirits or demons. So uh, you can find a connection with aliens and demons from the very beginning. The idea that they weren't calling them from some uh, distant place physically. Frontman says Matrix did not age well. No, it did not. Not at all. Nothing, nothing from pre like 2018 looks good when you look at the CGI. And this is one of the problems that they've encountered, I believe, with the ISS, which is one of the reasons why they're bringing in the Chinese version. Uh, a, uh, the, C the CGI ages terribly. I mean, you got to look at Mark Kelly, like 2005 to 2010 era. Some of those flips they did in the space station were just, you could see the green line around the actors. But you know what has aged well? Space Odyssey 2001, in terms of its visuals. And one of the special effects um, experts, his name is Douglas Trumbull for some of the new Space Odyssey uh, iterations, has said that CGI does not age well. A couple years later, it looks bad compared to the newest stuff. And he's got a very strong point. And he remarked that the older styles of recording movies with miniatures and models uh, looks real later. That there's a, an organic realness to it. I would call it visceral realness to it. That you can, it's almost like, uh, I, I stopped watching movies, for example. Um, I stopped watching movies when they went from creating interesting special effects and costumes to just putting CGI on it because it looked like a cheap way to do it. And it looks cheap and you know it's going to look cheap later. But I don't think people know the difference now. So let us continue. We're talking about John McAfee. We got a little sidetracked, but not quite. I mean, we're talking about QAnon as well. Uh, why would he put Q as his last post? And of course, what are your thoughts on Q? And I, I mentioned Kubrick because, and we've been talking about this on this channel for some time, the, the idea that there are, in fact, newsbenders, that our news is written in advance, 10, 20, 30 years, that they have a framework that they operate within, and that you can see the fingerprints, the signatures of the various contributors to this meta script. And Kubrick's one of them. You can see his, his fingerprints all over Apollo 11. You can see it all over 9-11. And you can see his fingerprints over what's coming next, having to do with space wars, which we may get into. But my point is, 
his role in this also presupposes his involvement in the JFK assassination production. Not the assassination, but it's a production. Was it real? I don't think so. Uh, then it has also been pointed out that it seems like he's been involved in the staged death of JFK Jr. And this is where it involves QAnon. Because the die-hard QAnoners 100% believe that Donald Trump is an agent of the Kennedys and that they're fighting the deep state, revenge for the death of JFK, and that JFK Jr. is QAnon or very close to him. So uh, that alone suggests that this Q thing is not a coincidence. It's not a fad. It's not going away. It was written into the Metascript decades ago. And I, I pointed out this framework, and this is all, I think, uh, I think I've been vindicated on all these points, but these are all valid points here. So 9-11 was created, of course, to go after this universal threat, which they replaced. Uh, this universal threat being radical Islam, they've replaced it with radicalized right-wingers. And the 1-6 event, whatever your thoughts on that, I mean, most of you listening here know that it was just uh, a guided tour, theater, more photographers than actors, very bad performance art, that it wasn't even slightly convincing. But the masses think that it was a big deal, that it was a major insurrection. So now they have actually equated that with 9-11. And we jokingly used to say they're going to call it 9-11, the new one, and they have. Now, uh, the thing is, they were radicalized by Q. You know, Q sent me. Well, Q is like Allah sent me. It's like the Quran, as the radicalizing factor, has been replaced by QAnon. Quranic verses, QAnon verses, verses that are subjective. And you take them to be signs of prophecy unfolding. They've replaced the terrorist cells full of extremists ready to blow themselves up so they can go have their virgins in heaven because they're fighting the great Satan on earth. They've replaced them with these QAnoners who are also fighting the great Satan and they're also being described as incels and I think that the incels have replaced the terror cells and I don't think these are accidental phonetic resemblances. Quran, QAnon, not coincidental, not at all. Not when you look at the way that they're framing this new threat and again it's homegrown terrorism all over again it's not a coincidence that the mccloskeys are you know out there on their front yard pointing weapons at blm looking exactly like the cover of the turner diaries the book that inspired timothy mcveigh i'm just suggesting that all of this stuff is very much engineered and that QAnon is now being exaggerated as some kind of significant threat in fact, there's, there, were, there are warnings now that you can find that the digital soldiers are going to become real soldiers. That's the, the new um, meme being passed around. FBI warns QAnon digital soldiers may become more violent. So whatever happened to Osama bin Laden? Whatever happened to that threat? Well, I think it took them 19 years and they phased it out. So now we have this new thing. You know, along with the the viruses, but I think that this is also going to be a new persistent threat. Going through some comments here. Thanks everyone for hanging out. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Angry Mouthy Freak says McAfee named Nicholas Tartgliani uh, Tart as Epstein's killer. Okay, let me look up this Nicholas character. 
and I had not heard about this. Okay, so let me find if there's anything else on this. Does anybody here believe that any of these characters are real? I mean, I just assume that this is some kind of soap opera. That this is some kind of uh, long, drawn-out script. Like I said, I think Kubrick probably has his hands all over this thing. You can find connections between 9-11, The Shining Films, 9-11, Dr. Strangelove, Space Odyssey 2001, 9-11. You can find coincidences between Space Odyssey 2001 and the year 2020, including uh, Floyd and viruses and shutdowns, all that stuff. If you remember, you know, 1968 was the year Space Odyssey came out, and there were so many things from 1968 that were reappearing in 2020, and we talked about it all summer. And I'll be putting a lot of these archives back into circulation on the 24-7 stream just to remind uh, myself of some of these things because it was uncanny. I mean, there were dozens of monoliths showing up all over the world last year you know right on time echo charlie says can we get rid of the x-rays if we have to have a nose pat down at the airport right you go into the airport you got to get swabbed x-rayed and then and then what search your browser history to make sure that you haven't pressed the q just take the q off your keyboard Eventually, they're going to send in the Chinese troops to remove the question marks, but just remove the cue so you don't accidentally push it. But again, I brought up Q because this was John McAfee's final Instagram post. I mean, who's writing this stuff? And I kind of stopped paying attention to the QAnon thing, but it keeps coming back. And again, the pillow guy. Let me go ahead and bring this up right now. Because uh, Mike Lindell just today in fact uh, or yesterday he was talking to to bannon from breitbart and he said that trump is going to be back in august that he's going to be back in office and then you have trump saying he has not conceded i also heard that the pillow guy bought like four million dollars worth of masks and that they aren't uh, regulation quality they're not st up to up to regulation so we can't give them to the hospitals we can't donate them they're useless and nobody wants them he bought four million dollars in masks okay so uh, again i'm testing out a couple of things um blog talk radio is one of the new platforms i'm going to be using so we're getting everything turned back on the 24 7 streams late night calls but we're introducing a couple of new podcasts so um, a lot of those will be recorded on Blog Talk Radio. And a lot of other things are happening right now. So I want to go ahead and just put a link in the chat so you don't miss anything. Uh, subscribe to the newsletter if you have not. All right. Thank you again for coming. Uh, I'll be back later on this evening, possibly. But otherwise, uh, stay in touch. In the next week or so, we'll be back full steam 24-7. Have a great afternoon. This is... Auto hopes. Uh. CIA be lurking. lurking.
I be in the turban. Little ones stay cursing. Older ones out twerking. Talking about lack of education. Streets are always dangerous. Bluetooth speakers playing. Do you really hear what they saying? Do you know what that means? Are you down for the team? They speak through signs and symbols. You can learn about these things. Live by 9-11. Club of 27. Once you think that they in heaven. Nah, bruh. It's a legend. It's all according to the code. I'm Illuminati with my mind, body, and my soul. That's why they snatching bodies. Everybody in a holly grove. Deception is a hobby. Switching roles with the auto clone. We call that an auto hoax. Man, what you trying to prove? Don't you know we've been around the globe and been to the moon? Forget it, that's an auto hoax. We tripping. Time's two. What about the shootings that they always cover on the news? They don't move, we will make the way, let it spray, write reality like an AKA, let them know we don't play, they live like lights a party, but it's really like a breakaway, meditate, focus your attention on your better days, you know what I'm talking about, don't let these slimy narcissists, the antichrist out there turn your ass, freedom of speech is actuality, that's why the truth must spread by word of mouth, word of mouth, uh. It's all according to the code. Damn Illuminati with my mind, body, and my soul. That's why they snatching bodies. Everybody in the holly grove. Deception is a hobby. Switching roles with the auto clones. Let me turn on my auto hoax. Not even a proven 